Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Hi, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Um, and Julian Dean. Over here. Hi, um, are you all right? I'm very well. Um, quick bit of admin before we get our guest Francis Foster on. We've got a live show this Sunday. The Vault Festival. What's the date? What, second? second of, of Feb, Feb 2020, mate. A few tickets left. Come down if you want to join us for a some small funny chat. handful left. There is, yeah. And it's uh, we're going to we'll buy some nice snacks. I mean, John not, Hastings is the guest. He's going to come along and join us for some fun. And that's it, really, isn't it? Oh, we still you can still vote in. What's the name of that thing we're nominated in? <laughs> Shit, I forgot what it's called. Check out um, my Insta. It's on the, did we, we put it on the group, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go on the Two Vegan Idiots Facebook group, uh, we got nominated for vegan health and living food. Yeah, oh, fuck man, how bad are we that we don't know what podcast, we got nominated on? The best vegan podcast. Because we're too cool, mate. We don't need awards, exactly. Yeah, but we would like an award. We ain't going to turn up and collect it. <laughs> so, nah, we're going to boycott that shit, man. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, here it is. Vegan Food and Living Readers Award 2020. Go on their website and you can vote for us in the podcast. Uh, if you want category. some Pozu shoes, we're going to put a link on Facebook. Oh, yeah, because they gave us some, and now we're going to give you, if you want to get a discount and stuff. They are incredible. They're well I'm comfy, not just saying man. that. They're well comfy. <clears throat> They're way better than my Converse. I can yeah, say that, can't converse. I? Yeah, man, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Fucking <converse>. murderers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've just lost the Posey sponsorship. <laughs> um, right, enjoy this podcast with uh, guest Francis Foster. Cheers. Peace. Two Vegan Idiots! Hey. What's up? So, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Me, Julian Dean. How and are you? Uh, it's me, Francis Foster. I um, didn't even realise we were starting. I'm going to be honest with you, started. but there we go. Uh, I just thought, let's just get, we don't, we don't really have a formal introduction. Raw, mate. We just start and then we just, just get relax. into it and let the magic happen. You're like a creepy therapist, Julian. Just relax. I would say, I'd probably just broaden it out to a creepy man. (laughs) (laughs) Just a straight up creep. (laughs) You don't need to add other things. It's happening, listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So welcome on. First time we've had uh, a former school friend of mine. Well, it was, yeah. Well, school, I mean, we didn't really, we didn't hang it out. We sort of... I would, would, thank you, you've just said friend. (laughs) No, you've just... You say school. You didn't like each other. Because yeah. when I say school friend, school friend, everyone you went to school with sort of an old. You refer to as an old school friend, but actually at school we definitely had different hated groups. Hated each other. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't have didn't hate each other. There was yeah. no animosity at all. Actually, you just but needed his dinner money just, when you I needed. I remember you no, did you know take I mean? the piss out of we my just, sky blue puffer jacket did when I? we went to Stratford upon Avon. Is that the same one you got on? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's quite nice. A bit tight now. I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's twenty years, twenty five years too late. I'm sorry. Well, I like a grudge. No, no, it was fine. It's fine. Um, but, but yeah, we just—it was that thing. We just we mixed with different circles, but they intersected now and again. Yeah, they did. And uh, all was nice. It's lovely, isn't it, school? But we hadn't. Yeah, we bumped into each other sort of irregularly around Christmas yeah. time, often, isn't it? Do you remember in the Weatherspoons? In Weatherspoons <laughs> in Wimbledon and yeah. up in Wimbledon Village, Christmas Eve used to be really fun. It was, and wasn't it? Everyone went and grew up. I know. I do Sad find times, myself man. actually every Christmas Eve getting a little bit nostalgic. Yeah. The brewery tap. I mean, this is only. Do oh. you, you used to go in there and then it's now it's now a coffee shop, of course. It is. It's sad when the brewery tap shut down. Yeah. Because did you ever did you ever attempt the Wimbledon Eight, the drinking? Challenge? Do you know Do you know who founded that? Oliver Reed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, Ollie yeah, Reed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, no, I didn't. So I we didn't. attempted it twice. Once at the age of eighteen, and once at the age of thirty-five. Maybe thirty four. Yeah, and um, but the first time it was, I just we couldn't do it. We what did manage. you have to do? Basically, it's eight pubs in Wimbledon Village. You had two hours. So you had to work to, at each of them. <laughs> two hours to rob them. <laughs> oh, shifting. <laughs> you had two hours to smash the shit out of all eight yeah. and then not get arrested. Burn <laughs> eight of them down um, to the ground. Two hours to have a pint in each. So you've got two hours to drink eight pints. It's doable, isn't it? It's doable, but they're, right, they're quite far apart. So yeah, some of them okay. you've got to run across women in common to get to. Fuck. So actually, it's fucking hard. And the first time we tried it, we just didn't have the... We were too young. Fresh faced, yeah. Went back, went back, and a few of the pubs shut. So basically, at the age of thirty-four, a few of us went. Oh, there's only six pubs now. We could easily do that. Which pub shut? It was a tap. That Brewery shut. tap and the King of Denmark. Oh, of course, you know I used to work in the King of Denmark. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is actually a true story. And uh, there were we went to a school called Wimbledon College, and um, there was. Uh, a t- I remember we walked into. Um, 
I think it was the King of Denmark once. Great pub. Yeah, it was. And uh, there was uh, one of the PE staff was there. Hello. And he actually told us, get lost. Really? The student's pub is next door. The Swan. Yeah. The See? Swan is for the students. King of Denmark was um, me and, who was it? Me and Richard Mills's favourite yeah. pub. It was we, grimy. We used to go play darts there. We once played a game of darts with a really aggressive gypsy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> taught, us, uh, taught us gypsy rules darts. Taught us what a dart feels like in that eye. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Righty-ho. <laughs> That's excruciating pain right there. Um, anyway, it was lovely to meet Julian's dad again. Yeah. He's a good guy, man. Uh, but yeah, Gypsy Rules Darts, it's fun. Anyway. So what is Gypsy Rules Darts? Basically... You just throw them and run. <laughs> <laughs> you throw them at a passing taxi. I don't know, I don't know how loud that comment is. They're a minority group, Julian. Uh, but I've said that about any minority group, not just yeah, not just you lot. Just chill out. Equal opportunities, <laughs> insults. Yeah. Or majority group. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's if you if you bust when you're going for your double, yeah. if you've got darts left, you go for the hole in the eight, and if you oh. get the hole in the eight, you still win it. Oh wow! It's really the actual fun. the number eight, the hole in the number eight. Oh, yeah, top on top the edge, top or bottom. Um, either hole. Actually, oh. it's easier to go for the any hole inside hole because the one on the left's got the wire running My through favorite it. Favorite one. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was that was my main memory of the King of Denmark. Yeah. Also, I once remember we got um, some of us got jumped outside Weatherspoons uh, by some kids who were in the year below us at sixth form. I think uh, they were the ones that beat me up as oh, well. Really? Yeah. So next weekend, basically what happened, we'd had an altercation with them in the pub. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the night, everyone was leaving and they waited for our numbers to diminish. Yeah. Me, uh, uh my Daniel and Richard uh, Levy, to give his full name, we yeah. got, we got jumped outside. And actually, to be to be fair, Daniel ironed most of them out. And then the next week, Go on, Daniel. when <laughs> word got round, no, it wasn't Levy actually, because word got round uh, from our. We told everyone else we got jumped by that lot that we had an argument with yeah. earlier in the night. And we found out which pub they were in the next week, and a load of us and avoided it. Yeah, and we called up <laughs> and, the we called up and told them they need to look at their clientele <laughs> and have a word. We brought, we brought our parents down. Um, no, well, one of my mates showed up with a baseball bat, and they all shit themselves and apologised. So yeah, that was actually it. And then played yeah. um, that, I mean, that is a, a true South London anecdote, <laughs> isn't it? I didn't bring the baseball bat. I don't endorse that. <laughs> but also, at the time, I really endorsed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. It's yeah. <laughs> so cool. They shit themselves. We went. Yeah. In, we went into the pub, and basically, word had got round. We'd showed up, and once someone had a baseball bat. Uh, they hid the main guy under some coats, and then we, just made, we made him come out. He's still a, a coat. Yeah. Rumor, rumor has it. And they apologised, and we let him off. Yeah, done. No you, blood needed to be spilt. Now, having been a teacher, I look back on. So we were in the same A level English class together, right? Okay. And how politically incorrect were our teachers? Oh my God, Mr. Well, Mr. Potter and, yeah. and Mr. Mr. Potter was an amazing teacher. Yeah, he was. Um, Not Mr. if you wanted good grades. No, but if you just want to have a bit of a laugh for a couple of hours a week. <laughs> Chat about his wife. Uh, Mr. Lomas was the other one we had, didn't he? Lomas was hilarious. I always remember Lomas referred to uh, Collier's Wood. Yeah. As, what is it? Lavoie de Collier or something. <laughs> Fucking hell. I wonder What's what he's he up mean? to. I think it means uh, Collier's Wood in French oh. or something along those lines. I remember I remember that I've, there was two particular incidents. I remember one with Lomas. So do you remember Chris Manzuri? I do remember Chris Manzuri. Notable for his massive ears. <laughs> his nickname was Ears. Yeah. That's so rude, isn't it? Yeah. Kids are fucking horrible, man. Yeah, they are. I mean, he was, bless him, a bit of a knob back then. I'm sure he he's loved. Not, I always liked him. Me and him were mates. Like, you know, we sort of, we had another little side group. Yeah, that's we basically, made... we, we used to go and do pills and listen to <laughs> drum and bass. <laughs> That is a very uh, late nineties, early two thousands oh, activity. It was. I don't think kids are really uh, appreciating that time of you know innocence. Yeah. You know, it's Doing sort of, pills. Well, no, but it was post the boom of ecstasy. Yeah. And it was before it all got a bit too what, mainstream, and everyone now every fucker's on too, MDMA. Yeah. Every K hole. Every twenty year old now is on MDMA all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So this was a time when actually it was still quite alternative and you'd go to weird little dodgy clubs down underneath yeah. places in Brixton and you'd fucking do some... A couple pills. of Mitzis, mate, but dance a night it. away. But but, it was great, but yeah, I remember good. Potter, right? So he was there and so there was this girl called... Her name, this is her real name, was Andrea Hooker. Right? Uh, yes, yeah, so I do remember yeah. Andrea. Right, and I'm she t- add her on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> 
Send them a link to the podcast. That's not a joke either. That is genuinely what he's going to do. But anyway. Just cast out a few nets every night, I reckon. (laughs) Add about 20 different random women. (laughs) See what what catches you have in the morning. Cast that wide. (laughs) The deadliest catch. See what the DMs are saying when I rise. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. I don't do that. (laughs) But anyway, so she used to turn up every lesson and never having done her homework or essays. And one day, Mr. Potter, it was sort of this old school... Very, very large gentleman and very posh. Just said to her, you know, Andrea, darling, you, you come in here. They called her darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, mate, this was 99. It was a 90s, mate. Yeah, oh, right, get okay. with the programme. He goes, Andrea, darling, you never do any work. You know, you, you, you come in, you sit down. I mean, you look pretty. And <laughs> <laughs> but you don't end in any work. You don't say anything. I mean, what's the point you in you being... pretty. <laughs> what's the know. point in you being here That's I mean why line. don't you just fuck off and become a hairdresser oh, and, brutal and this girl put her hand up and he went which salon does she work in <laughs> and went so you can't say that that's sexist yeah. and he went that's a good point Andrea darling why don't you fuck off and become a welder <laughs> <laughs> oh the 90s <laughs> yes great days mate can't do that anymore but um, he was very funny Potter though yeah he, he was, was good. he was a good teacher he's an author as well what um, Francis taught my daughter, actually. Oh, really? Nice. I did. It's the yeah. circle of life. It yeah. is. It's, it's the reason she failed. Yeah. told her to fuck <laughs> off at once. <laughs> I heard him saying, you look really pretty. <laughs> she now wants to be a hairdresser. <laughs> she now needs counselling. Um, she's just welding my car at the moment. <laughs> um And so, yeah, so you went into teaching, mate. Yeah, I did. You took that road. That yeah. route. Yeah, that's that's. The what do you teach English? I took I taught drama. Drama. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't academic enough to do a was, proper. He was degree. teaching maths though at sort of prime, and, primary school. Wasn't and then the last six years of my career was just teaching maths and English at primary. Yes. So last year, year six. That is. Um, that's yeah. That's when it starts becoming real teaching. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, I'm not to not to take the piss out of any teachers listening but them early years easy of, with a glitter though <laughs> <laughs> but, but early years of primary teaching is like sort of just be, like babysitting mate I'm going to interrupt you it is fucking hard of course it's really, really hard like babysitting's hard enough with one kid babysitting a group of kids I just saw a group I've been on school trips with my kids it's brutal man mate, yeah. it is. nothing high is vids. everyone's in high vids we didn't oh, no, used to have yeah. to wear high vids yeah, yeah. they should just let us just walk no... across the street <laughs> Didn't give a shit, mate. mate no Take you to the swimming pool. Always lose a couple yeah. of these trip. Yeah. I don't remember head counts at the end of swimming. It's yeah. <laughs> like, be too floating face down in the pool. Teacher running there because they were peed. Oh, I, can't, I can't say pedos in another podcast, sorry. What do you mean? I just keep saying it. On every podcast. Yeah. Well, aren't you? There was, there was <laughs> Make it your thing. It's your catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> You could do it at the end of your set at a comedy club. Right. You want some more pedo bass band? You want some more pedo bass band to follow Julian at? Da, da, da. Did you ever see uh, this American comedian who, at the end of his punchlines, would go hamburger? Have you ever seen him? I have. Yeah. He was this weird. He's a, he's a black guy in a cowboy hat. So he'd do a joke, yeah, bu- 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 observation, that. and yeah, he'd just go hamburger like that. <laughs> just do that with pedos. <laughs> so one of your jokes, and then go pedo file. <laughs> Totally unrelated joke. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you'll become cult if nothing else. Oh, yeah. Definitely, See man. that pedophile guy? Yeah, like 12 disciples. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. All of them looking dodgy. But d- we did actually have a pedo teacher, didn't we? Well, uh, yeah. Every, every class had one. We did. We had... Yeah. Um, I mean... That'd be every teacher in the I world. I actually but. don't know the legality of it, because I think he... I mean, it's, it's such a horrible story. Yeah, he, it's not ready for a comedy podcast. He's no longer alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I think he... he Took his own, he, own life. He did, yeah. But I think before a, any uh, Francis actual that hilarious. court case why. could take place. So, you know, it's that thing of, yeah, let's I, just... Yeah, what can we? What do you want to say? What's um, his full name? <laughs> sort of. I know. I, I just waited for Julian to say something horrific. Well, so was what a, did he? he um, apparently, it was do like exact, I don't or, think it was, what was I, alleged. God, I was about to. I was. I think it was a bit rubby. Yeah. Rather than like, you know, I think he basically there used to be a bit of a rumor around the school that he loved putting oh. uh, sun cream on kids' thighs in, and getting in a little December. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indoors. <laughs> In his, in his office. Just get on with an algebra, sir. <laughs> um, 
No, but yeah, I think he was. That was the that was the rumours that went around, and there was a few allegations, and then it's some historical ones. Because he used to teach at um, Bishop Thomas Grant as well. Do you teach at BTG? I think so. That's yeah. what I heard, and I think there was some historical allegations that came up as well, and that's Is it. Is that man. why you become a teacher? Francis? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, he did tuck my shirt in. Yeah. How many times did you get in trouble? How many times did I get in trouble? He once suspended me. Um, what, what did he suspend you He suspended you for? me over an argument on St. Patrick's Day. About what? He, I ref- I, he told me to take my St. Patrick's Day badge off and I refused. Why did he ask you to, ask you to take in your St. Patrick's In his words, it wasn't school uniform. And then I explained to him that it doesn't matter if it's school uniform, you're allowed to wear commemorative badges. He said, no, you're not. And then I said, uh, our poppy's school uniform. And then he suspended me for three days. <laughs> so, you know, I won the moral argument and the logical argument, actually. But and he he's just, dead now, so W for yeah, you. And, yeah. I, and I wore a St. Patrick's Day badge that day. <laughs> the day of the funeral, mate. Yeah. He took the L on that, I'd say. <laughs> God, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was yeah. I remember him. He did not take kindly to me pointing out the logical flaw in his arguments. Well, but I, on the plus side, he never touched my dick, so <laughs> <laughs> I put him off me by just being being such a little rudy. Yeah, well, maybe he just didn't like him. We could argue. And what were your school days like, Julian? All right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolute car crash. <laughs> How many schools did you attend in total? Um, what secondary school was about four? Four. Um, <clears throat> Three secondary schools and a naughty boys' school, a support unit. For my go, fifth. For that my was your fifth year one. Year 11, yeah. That was your fifth one. Yeah. I like the, the story you told about. Wasn't it that your mate or somebody was like, his mum was a teacher? And Easy she taught, tiger. And she taught you, and then you called up, and she got so angry about the fact that she. That he knew you. What, oh, I was in his house, yeah. I became <laughs> friends with her son years later. And yeah. I was in his house and she realised that I'm there. She was like, I, want, she said, I basically had to leave. <laughs> um, we all went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I, my teachers hated oh, me. shit, man. Even when I was a reformed adult. Who were the naughtiest kids at our school? Do you remember any of them? I don't really, I've got a really bad memory of, of school life. Like, Do you? I don't have, like, that story you told about... You know, uh, Mr. Potter saying that yeah. I ha- I literally have none of those stories because really? yeah, I've just got a terrible memory for my youth. I think I must have had something horrible happen and I've blocked it all out. Yeah, but yeah, I just I've, I'm re- in terms of actual specifics. I remember moments, but I don't remember like actual quotes or anything. Well, I think well, I joined when it was a sixth form. So when oh, I- so you weren't in the oh really no 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 no. Where so did you where did you been before that? I went to a school in, in a place called Red Hill near Croydon. Yes, right, which was you know. It was, uh, so <laughs> and uh, and then I joined. But a lot of the dickheads, they kind of left by that point. I think they had actually, because yeah, because most you know sixth form is for people that actually yeah. either want to do some bit, bit more learning or can't, I did. I went back. Can't to think of anything else John to do. Ryan's sixth yeah. form. Yeah, I taught at John Ryan a few days. Did you? Yeah. And then got asked to leave. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> that was by me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. The sixth one was pretty chilled. And also, yeah, just, I think everyone was more grown up, weren't they? Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, it used to be there was some naughty business going on. Wimbledon College was rough. Well, this is the thing. I don't remember it being rough at all. But then that's because I didn't originally, I wasn't originally going to go there. I went to BTG. Fuck, And yeah. BTG was so rough. Yeah. That actually, to my parents' credit, it's the only good real bit of like educational news they ever had. Like, they sort of they never really paid any attention to my education, but they saw how much shit BTG was causing me that they took me out and got me into Wimbledon College, which is and actually it was right. It could be rough Wimbledon College, but I think as an, a place of education, I think it was very good. I think yeah, they taught you well. And how come your brothers moved to Nottingham? Um, because he just hated London. I think he was well. He did that. He never went to college or anything. He was like much. He was even less academic than I was, and. Uh, you know, he just got shit jobs after shit job. And then I think he was always looking for an escape from London. I think he was, wasn't really happy with his mates and they were all dragging him down. He like, literally would smoke weed all the time and do nothing. And then... Uh, you can I, do that in Nottingham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thought, I should do this in a, in a different area, <laughs> this in a Change the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he met somebody from uh, his now long-term partner and oh. they moved to Nottingham and had some kids. And Is he happy there? Yeah, he definitely, he, he, he never comes back to London. Like, I mean, really? He visits London once every four years. He just he does, doesn't like it. It's just, I don't know. It's another, Did he go to, is he older or younger, your brother? Older, seven years older. 
I don't think I ever met your older brother. No one really did. My, uh, my mate Niall was convinced he doesn't exist because he never <laughs> met him. But then I've got mates who have met him. Is that Niall, what was his name? Dylan. Niall Dylan. I remember Niall Dylan. How is he? What's he's he doing? very well. He is, is he a teacher? He's a no, teacher. No, he's not a teacher. He's an engineer. Or oh, Niall to... Dylan. See, I remember Niall because yeah. Mr. Potter again roasted him. Oh, man, because he used to have a... Uh, uh, Niall, and listeners, obviously, this sounds like we're just having a catch-up, but he, not everyone would have had a Niall Does in their class. He's one, of yeah. my, he's one of my best mates in the world now yeah. to this day but he had a pathological fear of reading out loud do you know some it's a shyness in it and i, I hate think it. everyone's got that on the spectrum of that i hated yeah. it yeah. but i also could manage it yeah but like he you know he would go to pieces whenever he'd have to read in class he would fucking just go man yeah. it's like an open spot he walks on stage opens his mouth and realizes how hard stand-up is that yeah, sort of yeah. like panic in the voice and, uh, and yeah, so he used to get roasted by the teachers for not being as a... So rude. Teachers, <laughs> teachers were rough back in the, them teachers days, man. Teachers used to say like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, let me carry that till the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> it ruin everyone's life around me. There must be... What, what is it, as a, somebody who's taught... Yeah. Um, what are the... There must be much stricter guidelines now on how you can talk to kids. Oh, absolutely. In fact, it's gone too far the other way. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's gone too <laughs> Let's far. Let's get into it, mate. Yeah, it's gone, we're too soft on them it's like a PC sometimes they need a slap yeah sometimes they do what um so like what I sat in the room when he taught Verity there's a really interesting book called Selfie which talks about the sort of uh, the modern age of how people are raising their kids and not and never actually being critical and only ever giving them affirmation and how risky that is for their development definitely is that what you're talking about yeah so the, the problem is is that we've now got an education system which doesn't encourage children to uh, critique to analyze to debate what we've got is an education system which serves to create data yeah so reading data writing grammar so essentially all you're teaching kids is to how to pass tests yeah uh, ingest something then regurgitate ingest and regurgitate but they don't aren't able to inquire as to why yeah yeah yeah. that's also um, i just um, read another book i read a book this week called uh the shallows and it's by a guy, I can't remember what his name is. It's really good. It was written in like 2011. Yeah. Okay, like it was like, it got nominated for the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. And it's about how the internet is destroying our ability to critically think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's destroying my ability to not wank. <laughs> I mean, have you actually tried to have a wank without the internet? It's fucking hard. It's, it's great, not hard at actually. All. It's, it's good. way better. The health is it? Yeah, healthy. No, mate. it's bollocks. Yeah, mate. Man, you um, should ease up on that. Are you, are you all right? It's just everything it's, right it's, at home. So, yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's the imagination. I, I, have, I did it. I did it once when I went abstinence for like about four weeks, and um, again, you've gone back to creepy therapist. <laughs> Have I? Yeah. <laughs> four, yeah, four weeks, but four weeks. Was it, was it my husky time? Four weeks yeah. is a long time it's to It's a not... long time, and I'm exaggerating because it was three. What did you make? Days. <laughs> Minutes. No, it was three full weeks. Yeah, and then um, I ended up doing it without porn. Without even and it touching was... it. <laughs> it looked at Virtually, it. yeah. Um, it was like, um, it was a wholesome one, man. It was like... <laughs> It's beautiful. It's how it should be done. <laughs> did you did you put some scented candles oh, around? It was you like to prepare me yourself? and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just fell in love with myself again. Yeah, you know, but it like is the like, old days. Yeah, I definitely think you know shouldn't, people shouldn't be knocking them out twice a day, man. Nah, fucking, I'll, it I'll, I'll ruins cut down soul. to twice. <laughs> but this book is about how the internet, even just looking, like intaking your news and information through screens. Uh, is ruining people's ability to critically think because it, it, the way the actual websites are set up, it encourages very short, shallow bursts yeah. of reading. What your yeah. brain should be doing already. And it's well, yeah, you're meant to, like, it talks outside. about how it used to be if you read an article or a book, you'd sit for hours and just yeah. read one thing. Yeah. yeah. But the internet encourages jumping around, hitting a link to the next thing. Yeah. And actually, what's happening is people now, things like hand eye coordination are better than they used to be, mm. which like, is like very base, which sort of quick, yeah. ins- instinctual yeah. learning. Learning, but actual proper learning where you're sitting there and thinking about one very specific topic for a long time isn't happening anymore and that's not just with kids it's with adults as well so it's saying about the internet is basically destroying our ability to think properly so there's pros and cons to it I guess <laughs> <laughs> well no there are pros it does talk about the pros are, yeah, what are there they? is about well, that like the quick that you can, when do you need that what apart you can from do, wanking the, what, you can, what, what modern people can do much better than in the old days is we can take in loads of little bits of information at once 
So, you know, I mean, you could say, I quickly need to brush up on 10 topics. And in an hour, you could just go, right, bang, 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 do that. Our brains are now more wired towards that because of the internet. That that might be a good thing, but you can't deep. No, but actually... one thing deep. Actually, if you want to really get into it on one of them, you're not going to be as good as somebody who just spent that hour. I find that hard as well. That's what, I think I genuinely. I, I, it sounds. I just get bored. Old man. fashioned. I've got seven tabs open. But you got. That's why you got. You got to force yourself out of it. It's actually. It's like a muscle, isn't it? Yeah. And it's yeah. like reading. Just I start get reading. Anxious and so start, palpitations. Start reading books every night before bed. I get did, into bed. I did buy crime and punishment the other day, but I've not. Start, yeah, just I started start it. It was like this is incredible. Just the first few pages, and then still on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to. You, got, you, you porns it's open. Like, it's like going to the gym. You got to fight through them early days. Yeah, yeah. That's what I fell out of reading for. A good two, three years. And I used to be, I used to read loads. And I, only in the last sort of two years have I got back into it. And now I'm good at it again. I'm actually sort of knocking them out. Yeah, I need to um, get That's on That's an unfortunate phrase, yeah, considering what we were talking <laughs> about. I read a lot in my 20s after, because I didn't do anything at school. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't learn anything. I think I heard about... Hitler overheard something about the world. <laughs> that fucking geezer, man? Overheard a couple of things once, and then he um, does come up now and again during yeah. his school days, doesn't he? And then still uh, comes up now and again. I just, yeah. I just every was so hungry three weeks is a new documentary. In my like twenties, I just just read all yeah, the books. Yeah, yeah. all of them. I completed them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, been, there's been some new just ones. Wait, has there? Yeah, yeah great. You should start again. The new series yeah. is out. But you know what? Some like on my podcast we interviewed. Do you remember Dr. Linda Papadopoulos? The name that. sounds really Yeah, so she was, she, well, she is a, a clinical psychologist and she was the one who was on Big Brother's Big Mouth. Right. Oh, I know who yeah, you yeah, mean. Yeah, right. And she actually said that millennials' memory is now worse yes. than uh, old age pensioners. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the reason is, is because I can't remember the exact uh, times, but you need about something like a few minutes to create a memory. Yes. But because you're always looking on your phone and getting distracted, you're never in the moment long enough to be able to create a memory. Totally. Therefore, the memory never becomes solidified into your brain. Therefore, it doesn't exist. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'll be the drugs. You should read this book. It's called The Shallows. Who's it by? uh, I can't remember. Nicholas Carr, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it talks about that thing of Is memory. it coming out on Insta stories <laughs> anytime soon? <laughs> Can you just give me a like, sort of 40-word yeah. rundown? Just the abridged version. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole thing of memories, it talks about how, yeah, it just it sort of it moves from one, you know, your, your hippocampus, yeah. whatever, your part of the brain, and, yeah, you need to actually focus on something for it to, be, to go it, in there. And it just becomes a shallow memory, which then, you know, yeah. evaporates or disintegrates over time. So that's it. So, yeah, so that's probably, like, the education system probably is, it's a sort of double-edged sword. It's, yeah. it's probably reacting to that with kids, but also because the people that are writing it are the same sorts of people that have their brains are yeah. now wired differently. It's all it's sort of like a self fulfilling prophecy. Well, I think the problem is as well is that you're teaching kids who are just used to instant stimulation. Yeah. So that when you put a book in front of them, they're like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, why are we doing this? <clears throat> What's the point?" And they don't really see value in just picking up a book and just reading no. and like, that's why like towards the end like when I was a primary school teacher like 20 minutes at the end of the day I'd just go right we're going to get a book and you're going to read yeah um, and you'd go on yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've got, so I've got gonna, a gig <laughs> so it's going to be outside <laughs> smoking runs <laughs> out I'm on a double yellow <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously that's a joke I can't drive but um <laughs> But yeah, because no, I, think a great, I think that should be more encouraged at school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, now I read to my my daughters come uh, home and read. Well, my six year old reads to me every most nights. She reads yeah, your bedtime story. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't she's, read. Yeah, teaching Julia um, to do it. I mean, I don't live <laughs> no with her. But I go down. I pick her up from school every day, and we go home and do a little oh. reading stuff. She likes it. How That's is Ren? She all right? She's good, man. Yeah, she's good. How's very? Um, she's good actually. Yeah, she's school now. She's off this week. Um, sorry, listeners, for boring. <laughs> <laughs> School yeah, days bad. catch up, chat about the kids. Friends reunited. Um, <laughs> um, do you remember that? Yeah, do you remember Friends reunited? I mean, that was the start of all this. I would say that, that was the ground zero of social media, wasn't it? It was. Fa- you, it's like started what now Facebook is basically looking at people that you grow up with. Yeah. But essentially, all Friends reunited was at its very basis. Just a was, list, just a register. Well, it? no, no. Well, yes, but it was also a way of just getting back with that hot girl that you used to fancy at school and just like, I wonder what Kirsten's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if <laughs> I can... 
tap into that. Was that a Kirsten? Was that a Kirsten? Trying to work out if there was a Kirsten. No, there wasn't. Who was the hottest girl in your school that you, at the time? Who who was it? I can't remember, you know. Again, this goes back to... Not to to objectify women, by the way. I went to a (laughs) Talking from a 12-year-old perspective. But I went to a friend's wedding recently. Again, we were all drinking the night before the wedding. Everyone's talking about, oh, do you remember so-and-so? And saying all these names of, like, girls. Like, in my head, I was like, fuck, man, did I I just miss half the school time or something? (laughs) I just don't remember hardly anyone. Uh, Who was there? There was... uh, I used to really fancy Paula Fitzgerald. Oh, I remember Paula. I was good mates with Paula. She was lovely. Yeah, she was great. I remember... I really fancied her. It's Cole's wife. (laughs) 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 Fucking back off, mate. (laughs) Easy, tiger. I saw her. She came to a few gigs of mine. Yeah, did she? But then I hadn't seen her. This was like... I'm talking up to about... Probably eight, not ten years ago or yeah. something, last time I saw her. She put me married she with was a family. lovely. Yeah, she's great. And uh, anyway, I was really, you know, like when you're 17 or 18, you can't physically talk to women. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, 17. Yeah. I was a dad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Three kids. <laughs> with Paula. <laughs> I seen her DMs on Friends Reunited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's fuck that pussy old Francis. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my mate, like, I went to, my mate was like, you know, yeah, you should go and talk to her, go and talk to her, stop being an idiot, you need to go and talk to her. I was like, all right, all oh, right, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, so I went to step out, and you know what the prick did? He tripped me up. Yeah. And I just oh, fell like like my this face guy, in man. front of him. <laughs> Where's this guy? I want to add him. Um, Anthony Hoskins. Oh, yeah. Anthony. I'm what's, follow you. Let's not talk. I mean, let's not. I'll, I'll ask you afterwards how Anthony's doing. Yeah. I always had a soft spot for him. Yeah, lovely. Let's point. Do some questions. We'll just get a couple of questions from the group. Yeah. We can cherry pick some. This is quite an interesting. One. I presume this is because Tim knows about your podcast. But um, who is more woke out of the three of us? Me. Oh. I'm, go- I'm going to predict it's me. Yeah. I'm a wanker, mate. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hippie crystal wearing swag. <laughs> I mean, you know, Julian's an alt-right vegan. I mean, that is a I mean, very... Yeah, I mean, it's a miracle he's not famous. <laughs> <laughs> that is a recipe for success. What's, what's yeah. alt-right, exactly? Yeah, alt-right I it means you, you've got questionable attitudes, oh. and uh, which you do. do Untasteful, I? distasteful jokes, which you have. Okay, I'll and accept that part. Yeah, and then you're vegan. You're basically the same as Hitler. But I don't think... See, the concept... I don't... I'm, I, my, I don't like... I think the word woke is so misused. Mm. I know. thought it meant... Enlightened in awaken, but the the term woke come from a. Well, it certain... came from Black Lives Matter. Oh, didn't did it? it? The actual okay. concept was stay woke, and it was ah. basically people like don't let this, don't let that sort of wave of news and sort of the cause die mm. off. And mm. then it got basically, it got hijacked. It got adopted, like yeah, it got hijacked by people using it to criticise other people that were so talking like about a... their own causes. Mm. So they said, "Well, you're just woke," and actually, it's kind of rude. It was like it was. That was it. Was about a very specific topic, and now it's just been, yeah, just hijacked and sort of ruined by people misusing it. Well, I think that's the problem with a lot of these terms. Just is they, claim it always, back, man. Yeah, they always relate to something specific, and then over time, they didn't. They just get misappropriated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before you know it, it's kind of lost its original meaning. <laughs> so, it's almost the like extreme version of cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> it was about Black Lives Matter and loads yeah. of white blokes nicked it <laughs> to use about other like, like little white kids yeah. talking about progressive causes. Oh. Anyway, enough about my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Trigonometry. Anyway, yeah. Trigonometry. Um, you can see who's who's been on it of late. Who are the most uh, recent people that have been on who it? We had. We've had. Um, I'm trying to think. We did a, a live show with Andrew Doyle. That was very fun. Oh, yeah, cool. We're writer of Titania uh, McGrath. Yes. Who else have we had? Lord Adonis, Matthew Paris, um, uh, loads of people. I can't even remember them Douglas now. Douglas Murray. Douglas Murray. He's very problematic. He's he, yeah, what's he's one? I, <laughs> I do you know what? I, he actually, As you adjust your collar. Yeah. I actually I, I unfollowed him on social media. Did because you? I just found him, I know it sounds horrible, but, you know, I follow loads of people that I don't politically yeah, agree, agree with. with yeah. He's uh, good in debates though, isn't he? But I just found his tone and, you know, he's, I just found, I, I, I don't know, it sounds horrible, but I started getting a whiff of insincerity about some of the things he would talk it's almost yeah. like he felt like he had to jump on every single bandwagon. topic and bandwagon yeah. i was like i'm just I'd, I'd got a whiff of bullshit off yeah him, so i stopped following him his book actually is very very good uh the madness of crowds oh someone is, was yeah. telling me about that yeah the other which day. is an examination of um sort of you know intersectional you know politics all the rest of it yeah. and his analysis of it and people you know very critical 
But even the Guardian said there was a lot of stuff in it. You go, okay, this is interesting. Because the thing people forget about Douglas is is that he's a gay man. Yeah. So when he's talking about LGBTQ, he's not doing... Is that doing... why you unfollowed him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick of those lies. I ain't having that, bruv. Found that out. I was like, yeah. unfollowed, oh, man. I threw your phone across the room. <laughs> not for me, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> But it is a good book. It is very, very fun. And it is very interesting. But So we get a lot of people, and we try and get people, and we try and balance it with left and right. right. You know, we've had Peter Tatchell on. So he's oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, Pete, old. how's yeah. he? Yeah, he's all right. Oh, he set up, he set up the, uh, the uh, what's it called? Pride, the Pride movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did he? It's fascinating how like he's sort of, you know, he's a perfect example of the clash of, uh, generations of yeah. people on the left. Yeah. So that makes he is sort of your classic. He was somebody who was so hated by conservatives yeah. 25 years ago. And, you know, nowadays there's factions on the left who sort of think he's some sort of right-wing yeah. madman. You're like, this is insane. Yeah, it's shows- crazy, isn't yeah. it? Well, it's just, it's just that this how, yeah, how quickly things now move, like faster than ever before, you know. It's and it's of- also like you can take a little snippet that somebody says to remove all the context from it. Oh, totally. And then say, oh, this person needs to be cancelled, oh, or they're mate. problematic, and I, it's just, come on. I reckon somebody with editing skills could knock up a version of snippets from this podcast that would get even, put in prison. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even need to edit much. Just cut me out of it. <laughs> you end up in prison. I'm in Belmarsh. <laughs> with yeah, with Ross Kemp. Look, yeah, well, look at you go, welcome back, mate. Come on in. Here's yourself. It's already yeah, a writing yeah, for you. Still, yeah, we haven't changed that. You've still got your pictures on the wall. <laughs> yeah. um, Same cell number. Yeah. Um, but, Did you see, sorry, it's just reminding me of it, in terms of that sort of, you know, it, it is that the, the clash of you know, groups online and stuff. But yeah. did, uh, <laughs> now and again, somebody does do something that unites everyone. Yeah. Did you see Ari Shafir's um, tweet about Kobe Bryant? Oh no, what God, did he yeah, say? Well, basically, yeah, yeah. and this is, I, I like Ari, I'm friendly with him and he's come on here and like, he's the great. He's, he's really fun. In, yeah. like, but he does this thing every time a celebrity dies, or not every time, but every time it's like, there's, it's quite regularly when a big celebrity dies, he does a really horrendous tweet about them saying, fuck, I'm glad that, that fucker's dead. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And he does it, he's, it's a regular thing he does. It's part yeah, of his yeah, thing. Yeah. It's for his followers. Everyone gets it. It's his yeah. joke that he does. Yeah. It's him trying Ooh. to sound as abhorrent as possible yeah, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the worst moment possible. Yeah. Um, and There's it, something like freeing about that, though. Isn't totally. It? It but to this is the thing. Extreme. This is what I will say in uh, Ferrari that I've always respected. I wouldn't for him. retweet it. Though. In terms of like, you know, there's a lot of people that think they're edgy comedians, but they're only edgy Thanks. in the sense of they upset one sort of. Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, they're still playing to their crowd. He's right? fucking everyone. But this is it. Ari has always had this thing where he will he he will fucking. Do you upset remember his the amazing racist he used to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, like he's literally like he does not give a shit. He'll upset his own fans. He doesn't. There's no one he will not offend. Yeah. And this tweet went like viral. He, Mate, he, was get, he got lit- so many death threats. He had to lock Bet. his account. Fucking People up. were literally saying, right, they were sending I don't even know what he said. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to read it out because like, you know, I'm sure he's locked his account and he's taken it off Instagram. And oh, stuff. so he did take it off. Uh, he has now taken it off. It was, oh. there, it was there for a good four days. And I mean, people were sending him like they were in I in a bet. city that he was gigging in next week. They sent him like the screenshot of like the date. I didn't like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to kill I didn't you. Follow basket, um, basketball. Never, no, but, um, I, I knew who he was and stuff. Yeah, he was one of the people that he died so with big. his daughter. I got a 13 year old yeah, daughter as well. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Well, that's it. I think Ari did make a slight. Not apology, but he said, look, when I did that joke, it's a joke I do about everyone. I've done ones about loads of celebrities. Play. My fans you know, know that it's a joke that I do. It's a I format bet he got I do. millions of hate. Mate, it was carnage. Like, yeah. I, I, it, just watching it unfold was he like... He should tore on the back of it. I mean... <laughs> he must have got a load more followers because of that. Nah, I don't know. I mean, I mean would, he upset enough people like that, that it was... But he was like getting... There was some losses, man. Really? Yeah. Like, I think he released a, a statement on Instagram saying, look, at the time the when I did the tweet, note. I literally just heard he died. I heard it was a helicopter crash. Fuck. I didn't know there was anyone else on board. Uh, you know, he just... He, he goes, I did this joke that I always do. I'm sorry. He must I have got know. a lot of heat to retract like yeah, that as well. Yeah, I think he... Yeah, he. I mean, it was it was mad. I think probably stuff. his manager called him up and goes, Ari, this could be potentially... Career, not maybe not career ending, but certainly career limiting. Oh man, you need to. But it was that thing. I know it sounds horrible because I, you know, I've it's horrendous and somebody yeah. dying, especially with their daughter as well. Yeah. But when I I saw the tweet before it, you know, just just before it all kicked off, yeah. and I laughed because I was like, that is so 
wrong at this time. There were yeah. some crazy that memes was, That was the around. point. That was like, that's it. I've seen him do it enough times that I thought, but it's interesting. It's what he does. It's funny because of it's funny because of how brutal it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a comedy. The worse in. it is, the the more. Yeah. But it's, but it's interesting because on that note, did you hear? So the Washington Post, one of the journalists of the Washington Post, I can't remember the lady's name. She wrote an article. Um, I think it was literally the next day after Kobe Bryant died, talking about how he was a problematic. Right a person yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to be a hero figure because of the after re- he died. Yeah, yeah, after he died because leave the, it a little while, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, but if you're writing an obituary, yeah. you can't leave out the bad shit. Yeah, that's not because there was a rape allegation, wasn't there? Oh, and was then there? so there was a rape allegation, which then settled out of court. Settled out of court, and then he. That's where I settle court. all mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no, it's just easier. <laughs> you got it, more settlements in the Roman just, Empire. It's just <laughs> much easier. Yeah, it's I mean. just Julian handing out fivers outside <laughs> Lamb of Crown Court. No, it's all I got, mate. I'm really sorry. Seven pound eighty. Look, take it. <laughs> but um, and then he released a statement about it, saying, "Look, um, at the time I thought it was consensual. I now understand from her perspective it wasn't." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I, I can only apologise for that. And then they settled, and they gave her. A, a, and he, there was obviously a settlement, all the rest of it. And she said, "You know, essentially, we need to be very careful about turning these types of people into hero figures." And then using that as a kind of explanation, and as a result of that, I think her career got cancelled. But there's no I mean, one it's perfect. Like, it's probably just though. initially the initial thing. It won't yeah. be cancelled. I mean, that's a heavy um, thing that he did. But like, like turning people in hero, hero worshiping people. No one's perfect, are they? No, but I mean, I mean I even suppose, me. I, suppose, I mean, <laughs> sorry guys. Like, I, 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 this is the thing. This is why I think. You know, I can see why. I mean, a, ra- a rape is a. Is a I heavy see one. why people are upset with her mm-hmm. if they're, mm-hmm. you know, if he's their, their hero. I suppose it, yeah. we we can't fully understand it because we're yeah. in the UK and basketball is not really a thing. We don't really yeah. have that connection to him. But um, I do think where's the line? Where's the line uh, that you stop? You know, where you you let the misdemeanors of the yeah. past go in the aftermath in obituaries? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if is it a one-off? Allegation is it? What what doesn't get mentioned? What does? I think it's, if you're going to say you should shouldn't say it in the aftermath, you need to what then start throwing up lines. I mean, he's gone now. What about his family? His other but, kids? But there was a really good article in the Times by um, by a journalist called Matthew Said that said it is the duty of the journalist to be objective about the matter. And if you're yes. reporting on someone's death and you're discussing about somebody who has who has passed on, you need to be objective about it, and that means referencing both the good yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're not and they're not mm. good because human beings are complicated but then and also, we're not just yeah i suppose it, and this is i had a chat about somebody we were chatting on here about reviewers in edinburgh and how last year was the tipping point where you saw that they can write as objective a review as they want and they can be as harsh as they want about somebody but we've hit a point of uh, modern and in, in the digital age where those comedians have more followers than that reviewer. Yeah. So their followers, it's not up to the, the person, the comedian hasn't done it, but their followers will go, this is fucking shit. You're an, and basically they will attack the person. That happened to that. This um, happened to what's loads. What's her name? I um, can't wait till my career hits that stage. That'd be brilliant. But like yeah. basically, you know, we, and I, your followers that would be saying, no, I it to- was worse <laughs> than that. I totally agree that, you know, uh, journalists should be objective. Called, yeah. But yeah. also we live in an age now where they're going to put, if they're putting it online, they're going to get the 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 backfire aren't they yeah. absolutely i think it's a problem as well it was that a lot of media always had an agenda like for example you know you had you know for example somebody like the mail had their agenda and on the other end you had the guardian and the, we know the guardian critic where it doesn't matter how good a certain comedian is thank you man. <laughs> they're always going to leave a somewhat negative review oh, I didn't get because that. they don't agree with their politics or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it may be yeah but yeah, no, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a. It's, it's possible. I don't think there's I've any got five stars. But there's no such thing as an objective review. Yeah, that's because true. Because well. a reviewer has to also bring part of themselves into mm. as you know they they've got a review. Yeah, because they're not a computer, are they? Exactly. Yeah. So like, I think actually, I don't mind that. I don't mind a bit of subjectivity in a review. But I do think we just hit a point now, and this is the same thing with journalists writing stuff like that. They just got to know. And it's hardly, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying they've got to know now. They've got you, to step back. Well, now. no, they've got, either got to commit to it and say, I'm going to write this and I know I'm going to get some absolute yeah. shit. That woman who wrote that thing about Kobe Bryant. Ooh. Yeah. She wrote that in the, the day after. She must have known. She yeah. lost her job, did she? Well, as far as I know, look, what I saw was that she's now currently not 
so in terms cancelled, essentially, I think they've just asked her to step back for a bit at the Washington Post. <laughs> Can you just make a few cups of tea for a mum? <laughs> Got a helicopter home. Yeah, just to let them... Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there he is. Here we oh, are. We're, we're there. We got we're there. back on track. Yeah. Sorry, uh, what did we? How did we get into that? I was talking about. I'm saying, all came from who's the more woke out of the three. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I end up defending Ari's tweet. <laughs> no, guys, I'm With the, the most crystal woke. around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> you should say what he fucking wants. At least your chakras are open. That's the main yeah. thing. I'm defending his right to make that joke, yeah. uh, even if I, I wouldn't say it. And I also, I think it's, it's horrible. good that he's got a platform where he can you can say anything you absolutely want, and that's the consequence. The consequence is what he still, got. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people, see, a lot of comics, and he's not one of these. I think he's a lot of comics seem to get annoyed that there are consequences. Though. That's what I always find. That's weird. the point in you, it, though. You put a horrendous. They've joke got freedom of speech as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The people, re- yeah, the people receiving it. Yeah, 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 totally. I think it's fine when people criticise and say, you know, this is bullshit. Whatever that is, absolutely their right. That's what I bullshit. disagree with is when people go, "Oh, let's cancel them." Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. go, "Come on." Yeah. But That's no, but I don't think. I think they should. Again, they they can do that. I think it's up to the people that, like you know, say it's a journalist who says who writes something that uh, normally it's a small number of people get upset about, and it just gets well, advertisers by a can, lot. can can pull yeah. out of the Washington yeah. Post. Yeah. And that's how that can happen. Well, that's, that's the problem. But that, that's that's down on... And, you know, the advertisers need to stop being so fucking stupid. Yeah. And the, the editors not, not stop being, need to stop being so quick to just go... No, to not realise that we live in a 24-hour news cycle. Shit just comes and goes. Yeah. yeah goes. You know, if you just ride out the storm, it, in a week people have forgotten it. You know what I mean? But they, they're so quick to panic mm-hmm. because, you know, it's they have the power ultimately. The people just tweeting loads of shit. They're going to have forgotten about it. Just if everyone just goes, right, yes, they did something silly, you know, or you upset something with it, and we, we, we're fine with that. But, you know, let's just all, let's just all have a little sit down and a cup of tea. Or and just it, do and like Trump does and just double down. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's his <laughs> thing, isn't it? He's just that sort of, I don't think he does it consciously. I think that's just his personality. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing that since before he was president. He's yeah. always just he says what he says, and then just I think he just he doesn't he doesn't have a reverse. Gear, no, he does doesn't. He? He's just a fucking idiot who just goes forward with his, his you know, sort of views without ever, ever any reflection. No, he just he just carries. You know, I don't think he's ever had to sit down and think. Oh, actually, I wonder if I, I said follow the wrong him thing. on my in- Insta. Some of his Instas are quite funny though. I laughed, I almost liked him. Oh, what's what's on Instagram? What's doing? He's on Instagram. Yeah, he's Trump. on Instagram. Oh my God, <laughs> like there was this snowplow and something with Trump written on it like as if he's clearing the country it was just, it was just so, like he's the president of the country did you see the f- footage of the that border wall that, you know, they're building ch- chunks of the wall to Mexico I didn't they see built it. this massive one and the wind blew it over oh shit <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell there were times with Trump where I'm just like are you actually joking like did you see he is, he's trolling yeah, isn't it yeah because I saw him do this Um, this was a couple of years ago I saw him do this press conference where he was talking about the wall and we're going to build this big beautiful wall <laughs> beautiful wall beautiful. It's got a bit of fucking like barbed wire on top. It's not beautiful, man. Beautiful, horrible, horrible. And this Mexican journalist asked him a question, and then he just pointed at them and went, "The wall's going to get ten foot taller." It's funny though, isn't it, man? He's just like this is a ridiculous person. R.I.P. Kobe and your beautiful daughter. No, thanks, mate. Um, As a fellow Francis, this is from Frank. Yeah. My middle name is Francis. Do you prefer Frank, Fran, Franny, or Francis? I hated my middle name. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's genuinely diabolical. I like it now. Because the reason why is because... Uh, so my mum came from over this country from South America, and she was worried about... Right, my dad was worried about leave racism. means leave. If they call... Yeah. <laughs> if, I mean, she voted Brexit. She don't give a fuck, mate. She wants the rest of them to go. <laughs> but, um, but she was worried about... Like, my dad was worried about sort of, like, race and whatever else so that's why I was called Francis which yeah. is even worse at least with Francisco he's <laughs> oh was that going to be your original male. name yeah. Francisco yeah Francisco that's cool that's, that's but, but, but Francis is such a shit name it thank is. you man it's my middle name yeah. man. you want to you <laughs> chill out bruv <laughs> Julian's rubbish as well Ju- I mean, oh, come good. on it's a good name no it's I not I don't I never liked my What's, name is Cole short for anything like no. some, I know it's not for you sometimes is it Carlito Carlito <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Galito. We can't be doing that accent. No, Although you can. I can, and yeah. I find that deeply racist <laughs> and offensive. I'm going to report you. Um, 
Frank also said, would we ever go back to having emails from fans? As he liked, yeah, that uh, was a good idea. I saw anon- that. He liked the anonymous fan emails. Actually, we could that's a good that. idea because then yeah. they can share their problems, like deep, yeah. you know, personal he's... problems, and I can solve them. I mean, within about have, ten we've seconds, we've got an email address we set up. We never really use um, it. I think we have. I think it's yeah. two vegan idiots at gmail.com. But we we'll dub- <laughs> <laughs> never said it. Get in touch, guys. If you get problems. in touch, any problems? Yeah, if you've got any anonymous problems, the more embarrassing, the better. Any deep, actually, ones that are affecting you, relationship. <laughs> parents therapy children we'll fix it all if you're a closet pedo <laughs> trust, you know us, I mean? trust us to help because that's what we sound like people that can really fix you up <laughs> uh, right what's happening on the group what would your entrance song be if you were a boxer that's from Chris Kimber oh that's a good it's question it has to be the eye of the tiger or what's the other one um, getting close oh yeah yeah keep doing that yeah. Julian yeah, but I suppose that's a, I, it's, that's quite you know Obvious. you're bigging yourself up if you're saying yeah, you're coming you're to right rock bigging yourself. myself up when I'm yeah. walking to the ring. I am. Um, I'd come into what did I? I can't remember what I came London into calling when I did the comedians boxing. Oh, you did, didn't you? What was that? I like? quite like Kate Bush at the moment, actually. I came into like some weird Spanish music. Did you? Yeah, because I picked a weird Spanish I picked the Spanish nickname. Did you call um, yourself the Latin sensation? <laughs> the Latin lover. Yeah. Oiled up. Um, yeah. I can't remember that. That's not racist, is it? Yeah, it is. Why? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Everything's racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, somebody, Alex Kendall asked, who was uh, our favourite teacher, or your favourite teacher, or my, I don't know, or Mr. yours. Mr. Potter. I, I, I would say Mr. Potter was mine. Um, I also I got on very well with a teacher called Mr. Doran. Mr. David Doran. Oh, I remember Mr. David. Dunkin' Donut David Doran. We used to call him Dunkin' Donut Doran. And he's the only one I still stay in touch with. Uh, he gets. He, he came to a couple of gigs and he's still messaging me on Twitter now and again, checking how everyone is. He's yeah. always asking about my friend Aiden. Like, it's like weird. Like, he's always like, he'll say, like, how are you doing? Right? And he'll be like, how's Aiden? It's like, <laughs> Easy you ask time, him, <laughs> Aiden, Aiden was uh, probably... Um, my most what's the word enigmatic enigmatic yeah at that age he was so clever yeah but he was also a, a bit of a nutter like he loved a drink he was getting into weird scrapes how is he doing he's great he's a, he's now a teacher um, he's a headmaster now I think is he a headmaster in the last couple of years he's become a headmaster but he is he, yeah he was one of the smartest people I've ever known like from a very young age he and was he's just known me mate super clever nice and um, smart so teachers really liked him because he was quite he was very charismatic and like but he was also really clever and they respected it, how smart he was so yeah all teachers just fucking loved him man yeah he, I, I remember I remember him being quite charismatic as yeah. a bloke and going and yet, but also Why something quite unknowable about him <laughs> um he once won the year, like the sixth form poetry competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he hadn't written anything. We all had to write a poem. We didn't have to. If you wanted to enter. He just stood there looking enigmatic. <laughs> he, I mean, it's fucking unbelievable, man. We, we all got there. We'd oh, I remember this poem. In English uh, A-level. And um, he hadn't done one. And we were like, mate, have you written one? He goes, nah. And we're like, oh, fuck, we could just make something up. And he got a bit of paper and he's looked at it and he wrote on wrote, the top, you are a man my son top left of the page and don't look back in anger top left of the page he wrote the word pretty bottom right of the page he wrote the word bleak rest of the page blank handed it in and won the competition oh, that's deep bro. fucking he was so yeah he was, that's what he was like he just you know in the title of it was the future oh it was yes yeah. fuck yeah, yin and yang, my man. Yeah. I remember it in the book, and it got put into the, the sort yeah. of the, the Wimbledon College book of poetry, and he just saw it there, bang. I remember reading girl. that, going, "That's fucking." Get in touch, I was brother. with him when he wrote it. He fucking yeah. made it up on the spot. A what wanker. A anyway, um, I don't like him anymore. Don't like this guy. Uh, 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 so let's yeah. see with this. Oh, let's have this one. This is a comedy-related one from Jamie Maserati. Great name. It is a good name. That's isn't a it? proper it's South London name. Ever, have Jamie ever, Maserati. Have you ever been in the Maserati? <laughs> Do you know, this is actually, uh, so I used to work with this teacher and she came from quite a wealthy family and um, her dad bought her a Merc, right? And the Merc broke, a really lovely Mercedes sports car and the Merc broke down and she, so you know you get a light to to light replacement when you you get a car and this is in a primary school in East London. She got a Bugatti. Boy, <laughs> And then she drove in. Right? Sure, she went a coffee. Yeah, she drove in to this <laughs> primary school in a rundown part of East London with her Bugatti. Selling coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shot him from the road. But this is the best bit. So it was parents' evening that <laughs> night, right? Yeah. And uh, before and um, 
there was a couple of teachers, right, who grew up in East London, and they were there, like, before parents' evening, like, making the little, like, V-sign symbols, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, sitting yeah. on the Bugatti and that. And one of, like, the, uh, the, the school administrators had to come out and go, Mr. Johnson, um... <laughs> you, you, kids, you, parents to talk to. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, sorry, can you just That's take a funny. photo of me on the bonnet? <laughs> be so funny, though. To imagine that being her. Like, you're sitting down with some kid's parents who's like, you're telling them how your kid is just falling behind and you really mug off their kid and they get a bit aggy and you're like, look, you know, I have to deal with them every day. I'm sorry, your kid's just not, uh, like, you know, pulling their weight. And then they're like, fuck that teacher. And they see you drive off in a Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> and just the lights Shit, come on. That teacher might be right, man. <laughs> Uh, what is it else to say uh, so yeah he, uh, Jamie says can you explain how you all deal with bombing at gigs Francis can take the floor yeah, I think <laughs> I think this it, say, it does say in brackets Julian <laughs> no, um, the floor is yours Francesco <laughs> uh, it says especially at the beginning of your career how do you shake them off there's a second part um, to this question you have another gig separately. as soon as possible yeah it's I, the um, only way. I just used to just get cunted. <laughs> that was my way. I never drank and did it, so I couldn't afford that luxury. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard to Mate, shake. It's roof. Like, oh. it's that feeling of like a proper Especially death. in the beginning as well, because it's... Oh, I think it's more painful. I think the worst type of bomb is when, you know, you do shit and everybody else does well on oh, the line. Oh, I remember, Never happened, I remember getting booed off. I remember getting booed off in Jonglers Sway in Covent Garden. They were a great crowd that night. They were, <laughs> they were like the compare struggled. I'd gone on and got booed off because uh, I'd sort of got a bit annoyed with them because they they weren't listening. I started sort of having a go yeah, and they yeah. got annoyed and booed me off. And I came off and did the you show, leave early? The show manager start? came up to me and was apologetic. She was like, "I'm so sorry that happened. They're just horrible tonight." And everyone was like, she "Obviously." Understood. And she was like, "I came off early as well." And she was like, "Don't worry, you know, literally." You could if the promoters got the hump with you. Well, it, yeah, but she said all that, wanted. and I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Look, it's unplayable." And then Hal Crutton went on and smashed it. I was like, "Oh god!" Yeah. <laughs> I'll just quickly leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna jump off a bridge, mate. Um, but no, I always think allow yourself to be annoyed about it. Because if you don't, if you're not annoyed about it, you're fucking I bombed mental. At a hot yeah. farm festival once when I was new, and there was 400 people in the tent, and the lights cut out halfway through my set and everyone cheered oh, I, thought, I thought someone did it on purpose because I was bombing and oh, then they man. come back on and I'm still there went, but oh, as I was leaving oh, I was trying to get away I could hear the next stack smashing it yeah oh, like, oh god but then I'm saying that and I, I've done I've had, I've been that next you've got to just go have a cold shower and fucking crack on that's what this job is you know yeah. what I mean you've got to like but following someone who dies that's, that's the dream spot Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, I, yeah. I did. That's one. why I try and go on after Francis. <laughs> Have you ever done Norwich Red Card comedy? No. Yes, I Norwich, did it the other day. Norwich Football Club. It's a good yeah. gig. It's a great gig. It's really big. It's in the actual yeah. football stadium, yeah. like, up in a, a conference room, and it's lovely. And I went on there about maybe eighteen months ago, and the middle act—I won't say who it was—but um, they were not the right. Who drove in. you or Francis? <laughs> <laughs> I won't say who they are because they are here. Uh, but no, it's it wasn't uh, my it's a fault. With them. Fuck no, the, the act they booked in the middle was definitely definitely not the right booking for that gig because it's quite a sort of clubby mainstreamy yeah. sort yeah. of vibe and um and they were very alternative and fuck man they properly died <laughs> like 20 minutes of hardcore death and the audience were nice enough they didn't boo yeah. and they didn't shout and they didn't do anything they just sort of kicked back and went like look this ain't for us but they're on stage just just let them be and i went on afterwards and the person had left i'm not you know did you they, reference them well because basically i won't again i can't remember who was comparing but they'd not really referenced it they came yeah. on after you have to went, if it's a oh, hard hard hard, hard so and so you know yeah. and then we had an interval and then he went they went on and they did like five minutes before bringing me on and still hadn't mentioned it yeah. and i went on and just oh i just went right guys um i think it does need to be said that yeah. <laughs> and they just cracked up and I just did a few minutes saying breaks like, you the know, tension doesn't yeah, it yeah and I said look I'm not having a go I'm just saying you lot it weren't for you was it you know and I mean? then I you like, proceed to be even worse yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I started doing a wacky crazy thing <laughs> but it wasn't their fault but yeah like, it's the easiest gig I've, uh, you know you can ever have yeah. going after someone yeah, who's definitely. died I'll tell you my worst story right? I went on okay. once and pretended I was their agent when they died <laughs> <laughs> when I was 15 gigs in I did a gig right for Murph Control Right, yes. which was uh, in a place called uh, in Bournemouth. I can't remember the name of it. It was a nightclub in oh, Bournemouth. Oh, I know. The, yeah, I haven't done it, but yeah. I've, I've heard, it's, yeah, heard yeah. it's hard teams. Right, okay. So 15 gigs in. And this, for, for context, it was a nightclub in Bournemouth. It was all stag and hens, oh, right? Yuck. And then there was about there was about 200 odd people in. 180 of them were all on stags. Oh. And you've got 15 gigs in, right? 
So Kev, Kevin Shepherd went on, opened, did well. There was Good a break. Guy. Lovely guy. Very nice man. I then came on second. I did my first gig. It was my so first joke. Guy. They didn't really laugh. Ugh. Right. I did my, my second joke. And then they all sort of started to boo. Oh, well, hello. Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Two jokes in. <laughs> they've, really made, they've really made their decision. <laughs> Yeah, no. And this is the worst bit. Oh, I went, man. please don't boo. Oh, man. Let, oh, bless me, your heart. Let me say another joke, right? Oh, let me say this God. joke, which was my third best joke, oh. right? Okay. And then I said my third joke, and then they paused, and they all looked at me, and as one, they went, yid, 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 no. yid, yid. And what I does got, yid mean again? Jewish. Jew, Jew, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I got anti-Semitically heckled oh off God. the stage. Yeah, That's no. brutal. <laughs> yeah. And this yeah, is the no. worst bit, right? As I walked off stage, right, Terry Alderton came on and closed and did 10 minutes by doing an impersonation of me. Oh. That's took, out of order. Yeah, and took the roof off. And you know what got the biggest laugh all night? The words, please let me tell you my joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. What was your, your opening joke? Uh, I can't even remember now. But it was just, yeah. They just went yid, yid, yid. Fucking yeah. brutal. Are you that Jewish? Is, no, I just look it. Uh, that is horrible, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you'd argue that, I mean, they were in the wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna I mean, there's a side for that. There's, a, there's definitely... I'm going to and say they might have been the problem. I can see your side of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it, that gig was vile, man. Oh, man. My first death was a Murph control gig. I don't remember in where... Fleet. Oh, mate. I, that, that, that was the a first act gig. wasn't doing well, and I'd had great gigs up until, like, gig 12. Oh, really? And um, I was thinking, this is easy. Why don't... When you're dying, why don't you just say something funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is easy. Yeah. And, I went, and the first act was, like, struggling. I was like, he should just say something funny. Why yeah, aren't he just doing that? Yeah. And I went on and just fucking bombed hard. Oh, man. And I had, to, I had to drive all the other back acts back home, so I had to sit there and wait. And all oh. the audience were walking past, like, saying, oh, man, <laughs> you're right. They were arsehole. You know, when it's like... Like sympathy, it's like yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I um, I yeah, my my worst. I I died my third gig. I had two really good ones, and exactly that I thought. This is so easy. Yeah, don't get why all these other open spots are shit. I didn't even understand what's a death. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why yeah. don't you just? And then my third one was just do your jokes. Proper sank it, man. Oh, and that's what you need. But I couldn't f- go work the next day. I just you know when you're awake and you're gutted, you're yeah, just wide yeah, awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's I suppose the question. Basically, how do you shake them off? What I, next what gig as soon as possible next gig but also what you learn the further you get on with it they get so they get very very far apart mm. and when they do happen there's normally some reason that you then just use as a right and now if I've you go through what, that what you with that crowd now. you can handle it better on the stage oh, totally. yeah. like they don't know you're having a bad gig yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're only sometimes... bombing if you if it's affecting you on stage. Totally. But sometimes it's also calling the crowd out on their shit. Oh, if they're shit, if they're dickheads, yeah. definitely. If they're being heckily dickheads, yeah. but if they're just not laughing, you can't really have a go at them for that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you miserable cunts. Um, just quickly, just because we, we need to wrap it up, but the, the second part of Jamie's question was, um, what's your favourite kitchen appliance? It's really chucked a couple of different... Yeah, it's, that's a left field It's got to be the kettle, innit? It's got to be... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think it is a kettle. <laughs> it is, yeah. I think I've just uh, solved yeah, that one. Because you, you don't want to go for anything you don't... I mean, I've got a bread maker that I love, but... I mean, the Nutribullet's good, etc. But, but kettle is the one, innit? The kettle's the bad one. Oh, we've got the same toaster, me and Carl. Yeah. Is that, that's not an appliance. I'd oh, say that's, that's more of a utensil. Yeah, you're right. It's more for protection. Toaster. Toaster, it's a good one. Yeah. Who I was chatting to somebody recently. Who the fuck now is buying a two a two slice toaster, man? Everyone's got a four slicer. Yeah. <laughs> have you got a two slicer? I, I, a, I used to have that. You live one. in a bed <laughs> I used to have that one when I had a family. Um, <laughs> now I'm on my own. I have got a two slice one. So you yeah. actually found a one slicer, yeah. <laughs> half sliced. <laughs> just just got one knife, of, one fork. You have a bit of bread and a bit of light, a lighter underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it out on the sun for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Tears on toast. Right, we're going to wrap up proceedings. I've got a stitch there, just at the end. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, mean, it's a good sign. We had a right old laugh today. We did. We did. It was Um, good, mate. What's, um, any plugging going on? Uh, Obviously, you've got your podcast. Are you doing any shows, solo shows? Edinburgh. Uh, what are you saying? Well, well, so we've got a live show on the 1st of March, which is uh, with uh, Titania McGrath. So if you want to come on to see that, that's at the Bill Murray 
Comedy Club at 3.30 So you and Constantine are on stage with... You're interviewing her? Yeah, we're interviewing Titania. Oh, cool. So is it scripted? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It is scripted. Um, Not that you want to tell everyone it's scripted. No. I just... I mean, I think most people know it's a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a character. I mean, you're not scripted. You're you're just... Francis is a character. Yeah, I'm a character. Um, it's Judith Gary, somebody I went to school with. Thought <laughs> <laughs> be cool. Let's we got a really up. long backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Penned it up all the way from eight years old. Yeah, Eddie Murphy did. You played two. You played <laughs> two people on this podcast. I'd like to come and see that. What date is yeah, it? Buy a ticket. Um, so I won't be doing that. Uh, so that's I will then. buy a ticket uh, if, you, if you want to follow uh, Trigonometry it's at Triggerpod on Twitter social media if you want to follow me I'm at, at Failing Human <laughs> Failing it's a good, Human it's a good Twitter handle yeah. Failing Human yeah it's at yeah it is and we've got just there's a few tickets left for the live show on Sunday yeah Sunday February at the Vox Festival Sunday yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's going to be fun half past 8pm plenty of people come in we've got some, we're going to get some snacks um, oh, John Hastings is coming along. John Hastings. Someone us. asked that actually on um, the uh, message. Well, they can hear it now. John yeah. Hastings is going to be joining us. I might see if I can convince someone else to come along as an extra guest. But we don't need. They one. asked any recommendations when they're coming to London. What would you say? It's so big to do what? What sites or shows yeah, sites. or sites in London? St. Do you know Paul's. what I would say? Don't rush Tate stress Modern. trying to go to. Yeah, Tate Modern's one of my favorites. But like, do just walk, Cinema. walk the bridges, walk yeah. South Bank, walk, walk, South Bank. walk around the city of yeah. London, go yeah. to the old the new bit. KFC. Vegan burger is pretty good. <laughs> you can only get that in London. Um, no, yeah. So just, uh, I would say genuinely walk. Get off in like bowl around Soho. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Good to have, yeah Check definitely out do a Covent Soho Garden. mooch. It's yeah. It's a good. It's Moon a good. Cent- it's a good strand. city to walk around London. People don't realise that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, come to the live show. I'm doing a solo show at the Vaults Festival later in February. It's on the website. And Australia. If you're in Australia, I'm doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival in tomorrow <laughs> and yes i'm flying out for one show uh, 20 come, minutes come set. to that get your tickets is that it that's it we done all thanks right, for coming, yeah, Fran- coming on, Francesco. yeah we um, enjoyed it and we'll speak to you soon bye god bless see you later <laughs> yes no, 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 no.